0: Well, hey there, and welcome to Black, White, and Greenfield. This is episode seven. As always, my name is Zeb. I'm your host, joined by my wife, Leah, who is my co-host. Hello, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good to see you. Welcome back.
1: <laughs> yeah, saw you this morning. But
0: <laughs> welcome back to the studio.
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, the studio that is my office. So mm. it doubles as a studio and an office. Uh-huh. How are you, how you feeling? How you doing? Doing okay?
1: I'm doing all right. Hanging in there with the uh, spring allergies. Kind of, oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. forgot about yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I thankfully do not have to deal with spring allergies. Oh, so my goodness. Yes. Sometimes I forget that you suffer.
1: I mean, it's spring, summer, fall, everything but winter. <laughs> yeah.
0: They say seasonal. It's like every season for right, you, pretty right. much. But it was kind of a oh, um, crazy, weird spring morning it was like snowing and then half an hour later the sun was out yeah
1: it's it's been pretty bipolar this week
0: seattle in spring it's just very uh uncertain Mm -hmm. what's going to happen like it was a day last week it was 70 degrees
1: yeah it was great
0: and then it was 30 something (laughs) so here we are you know just enjoying spring and, rolling with it. Yeah, and looking forward so recording this the weekend before Easter, so yes. looking forward to celebrating uh the day that is Easter Sunday and um I heard someone say uh or talk about it in, in the way that like think about a guy who lived and then was killed and then was buried and he predicted all of that, and then he walked out of his grave on mm-hmm. Sunday morning. Like that's why we celebrate Easter, right? Yeah. Like that's pretty cool.
1: That is pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah,
0: and so we're looking forward to doing that with our church this weekend. We've got Good Friday services, we've mm-hmm. got Easter Sunday services, um, and it's going to be definitely a, a powerful time as we reflect and remember and celebrate what is Easter. So yeah. hope that you guys listening have a great Easter. Um whether you're listening to this before Sunday or after, uh, we hope that you uh, have or had a great Easter yeah, a all weekend. Those
1: egg hunts and oh yeah. Dying eggs and all that
0: good stuff. Man, there's just uh there's gospel in that, right? Like the open the egg and you you know you get something special. It's open the tomb and here comes Jesus. Yes. The stone rolled away, and the Rock of Ages walked out. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> anyway, we're uh, looking forward to celebrating with family and church family this weekend, and looking forward to that. But um, today, I have to apologize. Um, I was supposed to <laughs> give some gift cards away. We l- dropped the ball last people. episode. We were just kind of in a in a hurry, uh, <laughs> actually. Uh, just to be honest, last. Last time we recorded uh, with Leah's parents. And thank you to everyone who's listened to last episode um, and all of the feedback that we've gotten. Um, yeah. Obviously, everybody loves Leah's parents, and we're going to have to have them back on the show. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> at some point, uh, from all the great feedback that we've gotten uh, from them sharing their story and their perspective and so all of that. Anyway, in the midst of all that, we forgot to give some gift cards away to some people that we had promised that we would give gift cards to. So uh, now I'm doubling up. I was going to give two away. (laughs) Now today we're going to give four gift cards away just as a way of making up, trying to make up there you go (laughs) for my mistake so we've got some people who have reviewed the show on uh apple podcast so thank you to those who've reviewed um we're gonna give a gift card out to uh, my friend kirk kirkland uh thanks for listening kirk and thanks for reviewing the show (laughs) and then one of your friends
1: yeah one of my friends crystal dosser will be getting a gift card in the mail so yeah Thank yeah. you so
0: much to both of you for reviewing the show. And then we had some people share uh, about the podcast on their social media. Mm-hmm. And so we want to also say thank you to those people. And uh, my friend Dan, our friend Dan uh, Smith, uh-huh. uh, talked about how uh, ketchup always belongs on <laughs> eggs. So thank you, Dan, uh, for sharing about that on your social media. Uh. <laughs> yeah and then
1: (laughs) and then ellie osler also shared um our podcast on social media so really appreciate that yeah um we just want to be here to spread a message and bring awareness.
0: Yes. So thank you for helping us spread that message and bring awareness to those that follow you and uh, have listened to the podcast as a result of you sharing that. And so we just appreciate getting the word out. And so we want to reward you for (laughs) doing that. And hopefully you can have and enjoy a, a coffee or something on us. So Well, this is a relationship podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, It has been mostly about our relationship thus far. But, you know, as we um, kind of wind down this first season, and and if you aren't aware, we are planning to run this in kind of a seasonal format. So we're going to be um, probably wrapping this up uh, at around episode 10, this first season, and then coming back in the fall with mm-hmm. another season. And um, as we do already beginning to line up people uh, to share their stories mm-hmm. with us as well. We were just talking with uh, a couple last weekend about uh, their story, uh, a multi-ethnic family. And so we want to yeah. start lining those people up and, and beginning to bring those interviews to you. So it's not just all about us. Yeah. This <laughs> is not the point of the podcast. That's going to be awesome. I'm I'm really
1: excited about that.
0: Definitely, yeah. There's a lot I think uh, people have to to share. Oh, for sure. Just w- with their experiences and their perspective. So definitely want to do that coming up, um, both in uh, possibly this season and definitely next season. Um, but as we as we roll along, there's also some things that I feel like um, we've learned in our relationship mm-hmm. um, over the years obviously we've shared a lot about kind of the dating and the marriage and that whole aspect. But, um, you know, over the last 10 plus years now, there are other things that we've kind of gleaned and learned. And we want to talk about one of those things today. Uh, and that is family of origin. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, I don't know, it's a new, newer term to me. I don't know if it's a new term to everybody, but it's just this idea of the family that you grew up in, right? Your family uh-huh. of origin and how that has shaped your life today. Yeah, And so, um, we want to kind of talk through some of that. We, we, we grew up in, in similar situations, in similar um, homes, if you will, in similar yeah. culture, but there are a lot of differences between the way that we grew up. And so we want to kind of highlight some of those today. And I just want to say, you know, we both love our parents and we both love our oh, siblings. My yeah. We both love the the families that we grew up in. So we, we don't share anything today in any sort of disparaging way. Yeah,
1: it's just funny to see like... It, how it affects our marriage mm-hmm. and like how we relate to each other. And yeah. like the differences, once you understand where someone is from and how they grew up, you can see why they do the things that they do.
0: <laughs> and they don't even realize sometimes <laughs> and, why they yeah. do them that way.
1: Yeah. It's funny. Cause I mean, these things have come out at several different, you know, time periods in our marriage. And we're like, Oh, that's why. <laughs>
0: That's why you do that.
1: That's why. Okay.
0: Yeah. So as we kind of roll into that, I wanted to share a quote that I read recently um, in a book that, I, that I'm reading currently. And uh, it's just kind of about this idea of family of origin. And so the quote is this, for men and women are not only themselves, they are also the region in which they were born, the city apartment or the farm in which they learnt to walk, the games they played as children the old wives' tales they overheard, the food they ate, the schools they attended, the sports they followed, the poets they read, and the God they believed in. That's from W. Somerset Maham in The Razor's Edge. But this this quote is just kind of, it struck me as I was thinking about this topic of family of origin. And we are the sum of all of the parts and pieces mm-hmm. You know, of growing up, where we grew up, when we grew up with, who we grew up with, um, all of that shapes, you know, our current reality. yeah, And um, and so as we kind of talk about this idea of a family of origin, um, so Leah, why don't you kick off, maybe talk a little bit about the home life that you grew up in, however you want to kind of unpack that a little bit for our audience. Okay.
1: So um, the home I grew up in, we were very, um, <laughs> everything we did was kind of family oriented. Mm. So um, we would watch a movie all together as a family we'd have you know like family game nights when someone left for the airport Mm. the entire family went in the car (laughs) weird (laughs) to drop them off it was just how we did it you know um yeah so everything was based on our family unit yeah um and like you know we we would grow up Every Sunday, we would have grits for breakfast, and my dad would make, make a pot of grits, and like just the just the little things. I mean, that were normal to yeah. me, but <laughs> that, that was like when we were dating. This is funny. When we were dating, <laughs> he he would come over, and we'd be like, oh, "Okay, you know, we're gonna we're all gonna watch a movie together," and so we'd go and you know put a movie in. And Zeb would like start the, he'd be like, well, why, why don't you just start the movie? I'm like, well, n- not everybody's here yet. You know, there's people upstairs in the kitchen still. We got to wait till everybody gets here to start the movie. And he just thought that was the weirdest thing ever.
0: Yeah. So because of the way that I grew up <laughs> in my family. And so, you know, both my parents were in the military. Uh, uh, actually, that's how they met. They, they were both... um in the army when they met and thousands of miles away from home and, and, you know, uh, a long way away from family and and all of that. Um, And I don't know if, if that necessarily um, created the independent nature of (laughs) those in my family, but, but uh, it's, it's quite funny to me now. Um, But all of us kind of had our own, ideas and independence as kids and there's you know six kids in my family and um you know we would do things together from time to time but yeah. but as we got older especially as teenagers we kind of had our own schedules and we had our own you know things that we did whether it was a job or friends or events or activities or these kinds of things. And so, um, I'm sure my mom probably didn't enjoy not having, you know, family time <laughs> together. But, you know, when we when we would do something, so like, you know, to give the, the opposite example, when we would watch a movie, um, we would say the movie starts at this time. <laughs> the movie starts at seven. If you're not sitting down at seven <laughs> o'clock, guess what? The movie's starting without you, you know? Um, and so, it was very much like you got to get in when you can yeah. or otherwise you sh- himself, yeah, right? you're going to miss out. So uh, it was, it was very much like a fend for yourself kind of a deal, um, yeah. kind of a very, probably where I get my competitiveness from. <laughs> it was just, there was always a competition in my house.
1: Everything. Everything's yeah. a competition. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And and you play to win, right? Like you, psh, man, if you want the best seat at the table, you're the best oh, seat man. on the couch. Do or not or th-
1: play spoons at the Greenfield house.
0: Yeah, if you want shotgun <laughs> in the car, I mean, you better be running out that door. Uh, it was always a competition yeah. uh, in my in my house growing up. So that's just interesting how that's the difference in our in our familial lives and, mm-hmm. and families of origin. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's just and and, and again to, to our point, And I think if you're listening to this, you might be thinking about your own experiences and your own memories of you know your family of origin, and and um, it's just incredible how how it shapes who you are today, uh, mm-hmm. just in in the things that you do by default, mm-hmm. you know, uh, things that I don't even think about. Yeah. Uh, I, I do because of how I was raised and how I was brought up.
1: Well, now that I think about it, I think probably the military had something to do with our family being so close-knit mm. because, <laughs> because you were, you know, somewhere where you don't have any family and so, you know, your family or your friends and you know, who you spent time with. So I think that's, that's funny. The, the opposite Mm, was true. Yeah. For our family.
0: Well, that just goes to show like you can literally have a a very similar, Uh you know, family culture, be in the same church culture and military culture. And yet just have completely, completely different different outcomes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it is it is interesting, but um, you know, it's it, w- what's also fascinating. I mean, this is something that I have kind of realized, recognized over the past couple of years in my parenting, in mm-hmm. in how um I parent our children, um, is very much based off of how I was parented uh, yeah. as a child, and I think that that's natural, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you just. You, you you do something or you say something or you react to something a certain way and you're like, why did I do that? <laughs> oh, that's just how I like, was. Oh man,
1: I sounded just like my mom just then.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So it's just, it's interesting and, and for good or bad, right? And, right. And, and again, we love our parents and there's great things and, and maybe not so great things that we remember from our childhood. And yet I think oftentimes we we, we tend to fall into the same uh-huh. routines and rhythms. Whether you want to or Whether not. Whether you want yeah. to or not, right? And so I think it's just been helpful for me now as a parent. And we were just talking about this in our community group last night um, about how amazing... <laughs> uh, how kids are great sanctification tools. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Uh, <laughs> creating us, uh, you know, uh, making us more like Jesus, hopefully, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it, it is what our kids uh, do for they us. They keep you but, honest. Yeah, they, they sure. definitely help you uh, uh, kind of identify areas of weakness or <laughs> <laughs> areas of growth in, in how you uh, respond and react and, um, correct and discipline and instruct them. Um, parenting is definitely a challenge.
1: Yeah. It's humbling. Yes. All the time.
0: Always learning how to improve in some of those areas. (laughs) So, well, there are a couple of other things that, um, I just had kind of thought about and jotted down that I, that I, um, would, was going to share. It. Um, is there anything else that that comes to your mind when you think about maybe the differences you mentioned? Kind of some of the the specific examples. Maybe kind of while you're thinking about that, I'll, I'll remember one of the things that I um, that I jotted down was um, Leah wanted to have dancing at our at our wedding. <laughs> she wanted to you know have a dance floor and and um, I think. Um, I don't know where this came from. I, I assume it came from a cultural kind of norm for you. And um, it was very much not a <laughs> cultural norm for not only my family, but also just kind of the church culture that we grew up in, obviously. Yeah. But like, you know, you don't want to see us white people, my, <laughs> our, our family on a dance floor. You just you just don't want to see that.
1: Oh, come on. <laughs>
0: no, it's just not going to be a good
1: uh, Nobody a good cares scene. what you look like. It's just about having fun. Uh, but
0: I care. <laughs> I care uh, what I look like, so... um. Yeah,
1: it was just like, um, growing up, we would go um, back home to Alabama and Louisiana, and you know, we'd have these family reunions, and I mean, whenever our family got together, there was always a dance floor, I mean, the electric slide, Cupid Shuffle, you know, Um, and it was just... It was just something that you did. Yeah, <laughs> it was normal. Yeah, um, so. I had never
0: done a, a lick of dancing in my life. <laughs> so even the thought of like moving my feet to music <laughs> was just like very abnormal.
1: Yeah, so um, I I really want I really wanted a daddy daughter dance. I've always been mm. a daddy's girl, and I wanted a first dance, but it just. Mm. It wasn't in our church culture and, you know, most of the people we invited were from our mm-hmm. church. Mm-hmm. Um, and,
0: yeah, so... Did, did I put the kibosh on that? I'm, I'm pre- I think you did. I'm pretty sure that yeah. I was pretty adamant that that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, but, like, your parents would have been okay with it. Like, your family yeah. would have been okay with it. Like, I think your, your, your um, sister had... Uh, not, yeah. Not... Your your oldest sister, but your other sister had dancing uh-huh. at her wedding. And, yeah. Um, it was
1: so funny to see my dad out on the dance floor. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> and I got Zeb on the dance floor too, so.
0: Um, I don't remember that. Uh, <laughs> for slow I'm tr- dancing. I'm trying, slow to, dancing. trying to forget that. No. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah. Definitely not a priority <laughs> for me in our family. Yeah, for dancing sure.
1: was normal in our household. Mm. I mean... We would dance around all the time in the kitchen with mom and, you know, doing dishes and just yeah. have a good old time.
0: <laughs> well, and what's funny now is like anytime music comes on in our house uh, <laughs> that has any sort of like rhythm or beat any to it. Any
1: kind of rhythm. The girls
0: are just automatically You just, just can't going, resist
1: it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't resist. <laughs> I just, it's not in my blood apparently. But anyway, um <laughs> The other thing that I um, had to learn, I think, in, in uh, understanding your family of origin as we enter into a relationship together, and this is, I think, the challenge for spouses, right, um, is you kind of just accept your it, you know your rhythms and patterns mm-hmm. and your family of origin what what's normal to you right then as you enter into a relationship and maybe you've been there as you're listening to this you, th- you think about your spouse or your your significant other and you think about some of the 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 things that they do Their or don't quirks. do or yeah <laughs> yeah some of the things that you have to kind of learn about them and um in in my house growing up um our parents um well for one i I never really knew how much my dad made. Um, I, I, I knew we always had food on the table. We weren't, we didn't live lavishly. We lived within our means. Um, never know how, how close we were to, um, poverty, if you will. Uh, I think we were fine, right? Like God mm-hmm. obviously took care of us and, and all that, but, but we, we were very much like kind of frugal and very conservative in, you know, our, and our finances. And, and I kind of, um, I remember experiencing some of those things. Like we didn't have a lot of toys and, you know, that kind of, our, obviously our parents loved us and took care of us, but there just wasn't a lot of excess in our home. Yeah. And so growing up, getting older, as I um, got to be kind of 15, 16 years old, if I wanted to do anything, if I wanted to go to summer camp, mm-hmm. you know, if I wanted to go to the, ch- the church camp, um, I remember having to to pay my own way, um, to to work, to do mowing lawns or whatever i had to do to to essentially raise that money mm-hmm. uh to go and so it was very much like you are um uh, uh what am i trying to say you are uh, responsible mm-hmm. for taking care of whatever you want for <laughs> whatever you need and and even into college so before we got married as i'm um uh, going to, to Bible college, having to pay my own way for the most part um, through working and um, and and taking care of my school bill. That was something that I was responsible to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I appreciate that about my parents. I appreciate that they they uh, gave me kind of that work ethic yeah. in the sense of like, hey, if you want to do something, you've got to work to, to do it. I
1: thought you had to be a responsible adult.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I think something that came along with that was a bit of pride and ego in that Hey I'm not gonna I'm not gonna allow somebody else to do something for me that I can do my, myself. Mm-hmm. right? And so as Leah and I got married and now we're living a new life together in California, you know you're thousands of miles away from home and away from family. Um, you know Leah's parents wanted to bless us and <laughs> do things for us and buy things for us. And man, I had the hardest time with, uh, with that. I mean, I would. I, I don't know what you remember. Maybe I should just let you re- <laughs> talk about those, and I will let you talk about uh, how that struck you. But I, I remember just feeling like it was an attack on on my ability, on my <laughs> ego, my pride to be able to take care of you when you know your parents wanted to to, to buy us something yeah. or to you know.
1: So I feel like the first like really big purchase. Or, you know, it wasn't even that big, I don't think. But just, they wanted to do something for us. And I told Zeb, and he's like, no. No. They're not going to do... No. Like, why... why I'm not going to let them do that. Yeah. I'm not going to let them do that. Like, I can take care of us. And, you know, I'm I'm thinking, like, what is the big deal? Because yeah. for me growing up, yeah. um, I mean, we had... <laughs> we anything that we needed like when we went on vacation you know my dad would give us spending money you know to use while we're on vacation and you know he helped me buy my first car and um, helped me go through college and it was just um his way of showing that he loved me and that you know he was there for me and was um willing to help in any way he could and so for him for Zeb not to accept that from yeah. my dad, it was it was hard for me because I was like, you know, this is he's he's trying to love you. Like yeah. this this is how he's trying and you're like resisting his love essentially. Right. right. Um so Zeb finally came around <laughs> eventually and well, know, I, recognized it for what it
0: was. Yeah, and I, I think I learned not only that like uh giving gifts is a love language mm-hmm. right and and that's something that that you have to um to understand to receive love, but yeah. also like the reality of generosity is a, a <laughs> willingness to, to not only give, but also to receive. Right. Um, and I think just the verse that comes to my mind as I even say that is it's more blessed to give than to receive. And so like, that was just drilled into <laughs> my head, especially in, in kind of our family. Like, like we, we gave, we didn't receive. Like we, we just were, we lived a life of giving mm-hmm. um, whether that was our time or our, our, our ability or our, our Availability, you know, um, and, and our resources, but it was almost like, like we don't receive; we just give to, mm-hmm. to other people. And so, like when it came time for me to receive something from someone, <laughs> it was just like, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. Uh, I can take care of it, you know. Right, right. Um, and that was a, that was a hard lesson that I had to to learn and mm-hmm. and and a, a pride to let go of. Right, yeah. Um,
1: well, and that, and then that carries over into like our parenting too, mm, our parenting styles. Yes. Like i <laughs> I just want to give talk about my it. girls.
0: <laughs> talk about it.
1: <laughs> everything that they want. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> for me, like if I can say yes, I want to say yes.
0: Well, and, and you, one of your primary love language, I guess, is gift is gift giving, uh-huh. right? So you give love. Yeah. You, you show love to other people by giving them by giving yeah. them things.
1: And it's, it's it's funny because our girls have a ton, I mean, a ton of stuffed animals. Way too many. And it is the bane of Zeb's
0: existence. How many times a week do I say we have too many <laughs> stuffed animals?
1: So, but for me growing up, I had a ton of stuffed animals too. Like that, I mean, that's normal. Like what kid doesn't have- I think I had one. A bed full of stuffed animals.
0: I, I had one. <laughs>
1: So there's just something that we have to balance yeah. and, you know, compromise on mm-hmm. because not one way or the other is not wrong. No. It's just what you're used to and your normal that you grew up with. So Yeah. Yeah, just being able to let go of some of those things yeah. that you're like, "Well, why why am I so stuck on this?" <laughs> and I think
0: to kind of continue down that rabbit hole a little mm-hmm. bit, one of the things that I struggle with, and I know you've you've um, recognized this and, and I think tried to help me with, with this, is that I have a tendency to be generous to other people. Right? <laughs> I, have, I have a tendency to, to be generous to people outside of my own family, to the neglect sometimes of my of my own family, of, of, of you and the girls. You know, like I'll be quick to buy a meal or buy a coffee for someone or take somebody out to eat, um, and, but when it comes time for us to go out to eat, <laughs> it's like, all right, we're ordering, we off the, for that. we're ordering off the dollar menu. You know what I mean? You can get, you guys can share, <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it, it, it's yeah. just, it's interesting as you kind of begin to identify and recognize some of those, so those tendencies, mm-hmm. how uneven they can be. And and so that is something that I'm still learning, I think, uh, <laughs> and still un- coming to understand uh, about myself in the tendency that I have, but I, but it goes back to this idea of family of origin. I think it mm-hmm. comes back to um, how you were raised, how you're brought up. And I think um, as uh, a relationship continues and a relationship flourishes, it, it, it's going to happen when you understand those differences yeah, and you understand how to overcome the 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 challenges of them right and uh, I, I think we've we've both changed each other mm-hmm. we've we've both kind of um, compromised and had to compromise and had to come to an agreement on things yeah. um, and what's fascinating about Leah and I is that like we hardly ever agree on anything <laughs> so we're constantly like having conversations especially food yeah yeah never agree on what what to eat it's Mm-mm. just you know, one of us is always sacrificing so yep. the other one can can enjoy a meal. <laughs> but so. it's
1: like you 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 come to understand, but not only understand, but accept those differences. Mm. Um yeah. Like you just have to accept the person as they came to you. Mm. That's how they are. You can't change them. Yeah. You just have to come to an agreement, um, as a couple and move forward in your own way with your own family.
0: It makes you who you are. Yeah, right? Like it, it, my family of origin and how I was raised makes me who I am. And yeah. the way that you were raised and and how you were taught and trained makes you who you are, right? And so um you know, we all can we we all can improve. We always can can get oh, better sure. and improve and understand each other more. Um but at the end of the day, you are who you are. And right. so often that it's because of the shared experiences that you had as a child and, and, and growing up and in those formative years. So, mm-hmm. yeah, well that is a little bit about our family of origin and some of the things that we have to work through uh, <laughs> even today uh, as, as um, spouses and as parents and as people, um, I'm sure it yeah. probably plays into work and yep. and uh, you know other relationships as well. We don't have time to get into all of that today. Maybe <laughs> we'll come back uh, to this topic another time. But before we let you guys go, we want to share um, one thing that we're learning yeah. or that we've learned. So I'll let you this go first. This
1: kind of actually goes really well with this okay. discussion. I like realized, we planned this or something. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, I realized when we got married that zeb does not use a washcloth when he takes a shower it's it's just he just uses the soap and it is (laughs) it is so weird to me and i i i feel like this is i feel like this might be an ethnic thing um but for me growing up like you 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 rub the soap in the washcloth you yeah. scrub your body with the cloth like yeah. to get the dirt off of your body
0: <laughs> yeah it may also just be a guy thing
1: oh okay is that what it is yeah. okay
0: because I, I feel like you know the females in my family had like the loofahs and the mm. washcloths and things and mm-hmm. I, I just assumed that they probably <laughs> used them but <laughs> may I don't know I don't know so yeah
1: uh, so the yeah. soap is good yeah. right I mean, you
0: put soap on your hands. You don't put soap on a washcloth and then wash your hands. Yeah,
1: but you rub, or you scrub your hands together, right? Yeah, yeah, mm,
0: okay. yeah, yeah. Right. Well, what I'm learning also has to do with showering, uh, and that is black hair. So uh, I'm still learning. I may have already shared <laughs> a little bit you about. Did share well, a I shared about weaves and, and and stuff like that. But I think one of the things that was surprising to me when we got married was that like Leah would not let water touch her face (laughs) or her hair it was like like you like i would like you know have uh wet hands and like flick my hands at her and she would just like freak out (laughs) like you do not put water on my face or in my hair because it's just it's not okay
1: yeah well first of all the face thing is just uh, that's probably a girl thing because of makeup hello sure um
0: but even when you didn't have makeup on you would do that
1: well that's true i just don't like water in my face but yeah yeah, for sure the hair do not do not get the hair wet takes too much time
0: i mean i would just like stand in the water and let water like run over my face like continuously yeah no and like i like you have a a, um a thing against like putting your face in a pool and stuff like that too. Like you, you don't like to go, you know,
1: it's true. It's true. Up to your neck, yep. you can go up to
0: your neck in the pool, <laughs> but man, you better not go under the water in a pool. It, there's just something about protecting the your, head. your hair and face yeah. from, yep. from getting wet. Mm-hmm. So, and I have seen your hair get wet and it's, you know,
1: <laughs> well, I do wash my hair. People. Well, yes,
0: that is true. <laughs> Uh, what I meant was in the <laughs> wild, uh, whether it's raining or you know we've gone swimming or something. I have seen your hair. Well, yeah, when get you're
1: pre- when you're prepared for it, yeah, it's fine. But yeah, yeah,
0: it was just a shocking <laughs> turn of events for me as we got married. It's like what? Like I put my head underwater every time I take a shower, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So that's what we're learning. Yeah, the jo- the the fun joys of. <laughs> coming to understand a different different culture. So super cool. Thanks for joining us again today, guys, on this episode of Black, White, and Greenfield. We will be back again in a couple of weeks with our next episode. And uh, May is the, the last month of this season. So we've only got a few yeah. more left uh, in this first inaugural season. This
1: of year is flying. The by. podcast.
0: Yeah, it is for sure. Thanks again for joining us. Have a great week. Enjoy Easter. And we'll be back again with you soon next time.